Shabbat Shalom, beloved friends. This is Rabbi Justin coming to you from Messiah Congregation Studio, which happens to be my Jeep. <laughs> Today, uh, we're joining together uh, via this live stream, and I hope and pray that it's a little bit different, a little bit of a blessing at the same time. And uh, it is cold, and we we just wanted to make sure that we aired on the side of caution just to make sure everybody was safe and that we didn't put anybody in jeopardy who might be coming to the building to work or uh, to serve in some capacity. So we just want to take this time, join together a little bit differently, and I think the message will speak to the strength of our friendship and our relationship that we have in the Lord and as a communal family. So today is just a little bit different, but the same spirit that brings us together every week on Shabbat is the same spirit that brings us together, the Holy Spirit, as he brings us together today and directs us once again to our Messiah. The recording you just heard is the, the Sephardic pronunciation of Psalm 23. And I wanted you to hear that before I spoke on the shepherding Lord, the shepherding Lord. So I'm going to read Psalm 23 in the English, but if you can, uh, at a later time, just rewind back a little bit and, and meditate on each of those words as they are being spoken. Psalm 23, of, of course, is a song. It's a song, like so many of the Psalms are. And we read in this way, a Psalm of David, Mizmorla David, it's a melody of David perhaps one that he sang as a shepherd boy. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He guides me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You have anointed my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. This is God's word. David opens by recognizing the relationship that he has with the Lord. The Lord is his shepherd and as I'll amplify in just a moment, it has a much deeper significance and meaning than just the idea of uh, a shepherd out in the field. It's much more, much more uh, meaningful than just that. And it ends with the idea of companionship. I'll dwell in the house of the Lord forever. That's a relationship. It's eternal relationship that David is speaking to us about. So, uh, throughout Scripture, we find the revelation of God as shepherd. David beautifully articulates this in his psalm. But there's another dimension that we can glean from this uh, when we begin to see it in light of the revelation of Messiah Yeshua. Because, fundamentally, this is who David is writing Psalm 23 about, the good shepherd, his great-great-great-grandson, who would sit upon his throne forever as the promise was given. When we consider Roi, my shepherd, shepherds by necessity spend much of the time among their sheep. 
They are uh, consistent. They're faithful. And they regularly smell like them. In the first century, shepherds were considered to be part of an unclean profession. They were considered vulgar, low-class. Pharisees and others of positions wouldn't identify with them. They didn't desire to be connected to shepherds. Yet, Yeshua identifies with shepherds as he is the supreme shepherd, the Lord of shepherds. David is leading us to understand his relationship with the Lord through the element of time. As sheep are completely dependent on their shepherd, and David is completely dependent upon his shepherd as Lord. And when we look at Psalm 23, we see David bringing out specific points that his shepherd provides. His shepherd lays him down. In other words, in a place of peace, his shepherd walks beside him. And we see this with Messiah. We see this with the Holy Spirit. He refreshes him. He brings him to the cool waters where he can be refreshed. He can bow his head to be filled. He stays close in times of fear. He corrects. He prepares. He medicates. And he also cohabitates. He's there with him. And throughout scripture, the Lord reveals himself as a shepherd. Again, a detestable occupation. But the Lord shows himself to be the shepherd of his people. And we see this relationship not only with David and uh, other personages in scripture, but we also find specifically with Abraham and Moses, who walked with the Lord just as David walked with the Lord. So this is where we find the depth of relationship that defines not only our relationship with the Father in heaven, our relationship with Messiah, but also our relationship with each other. The shepherd theme, of course, continues in the Gospels. Specifically, uh, John highlights it in his Gospel as Messiah is showing forth a continued pattern of behavior of the covenant Lord, spending time in friendship and companionship with his people. And here he is close to them, close to us. And he's relating to us in very specific ways. And he's speaking to us in a language that amplifies everything that we find in Psalm 23. In John 10, verse 11, we read, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. Then in John 15, 12 through 15, we read this. This is my commandment, that you love one another just as I have loved you. No one has greater love than this, that he lay down his life for his friends. You are my friends if you do what I command you. I am no longer calling you servants, for a servant does not know what his master is doing. Now I have called you friends because everything I heard from my father, I have made known to you. If you look closely at this, the good shepherd lays down his life for his sheep. No greater love than this, than a man lays down his life for his friends. Messiah has made a choice to call us friends. He has made a choice to call us to himself as his sheep. We are the sheep of his choosing. And the passages from John 10 and John 15 are not speaking about contrary relationships. Rather, they're speaking of the same relationship. David <clears throat> uses the Hebrew word roi 
my shepherd. He's saying my shepherd in Psalm 23, 1. Roi is resh ayin yod, meaning shepherd or caregiver, a companion. You could rightly translate this as the Lord is my companion. The Lord is my caregiver. The Lord is my shepherd. The Lord is my friend. It's the, we find this from the root, re'ah, meaning friend. Now, there's a more familiar word for friend that, that some of you might might be uh, familiar with. Chaver, chaver. You'll often hear me refer to chavruta, which is a study partner. But chaver has the meaning, which is friend, has the meaning of being woven together. And that speaks to what friendship is. It's being woven together, being brought together. As friend has the meaning of care, time, devotion. And that's speaking directly to what a caregiver does, what a companion gives, and what a shepherd does. Gives of time, gives of care, gives of devotion even. So we see these beautiful connections in the words for friend, shepherd, devotion or devoted. When Messiah speaks in terms of shepherd and friend, he is drawing our attention to the factor of presence, consistency, sacrifice. In John 10 verse 11, the good shepherd lays down his life for his sheep. Then in John 15 verse 13, a friend lays down his life for his friend. So we find this parallel and this relationship that are really the same relationship. Messiah is drawing us. He's drawing on this image of closeness, of relationship, and the aroma of contact. The aroma of contact. To draw closer to Messiah as friend and as shepherd, and its meaning for us today, we have to go to the place where his definition of friend and shepherd meet, and that's the cross. Friendship is essentially about vulnerability. And on the cross, Messiah wasn't just willing to be vulnerable. His arms were nailed, outstretched, in the greatest demonstration of vulnerability that we will ever see. And when we look at this, he is letting us all the way in. Even when we've rejected him, he's letting us come to him. His arms are open wide for us. We can draw close to him. In Deuteronomy 31 and verse 8, Moses says this of the Lord, he will be with you. He will not leave you nor forsake you. Do not fear or be discouraged. Messiah's greatest act of friendship was that after he was abandoned, after he was forsaken by us, as he says in Matthew 28 and 20, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. And what does David say as he concludes Psalm 23? I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Even after he was abandoned, he fulfilled his father's promise to never leave us as his people, because he is both shepherd and friend to us. Just as we at times will be shepherds of each other and friends to each other, because Messiah draws on that meaning of re'ah, of friend, of shepherd. Still, there's one point which Messiah is expressing to us as he's tending to us 
now as the resurrected Messiah, as the divine shepherd, never leaving us, never forsaking us, always present. If you recall Thomas, in John 14, he asked Messiah, Lord, we do not know where you are going. How are we able to know the way? Often, I think, if, we're, if we look deep into our heart, we can feel like Thomas. Just before the resurrection, we don't, we don't know. Where is he? Where are you going? And even after the resurrection, until he beheld the side and the hand, I'm not going to believe it until I put my hand in his side. Beloved friends, we need to remember that we do not need to find the way. We're not stumbling along looking for the way. What is the right way over here? What is the right way over there? I don't know what I'm doing because what did Messiah say? I am the way. John 14, 6. He is leading us as our good shepherd, as the Lord of shepherds. And we know his voice because we're his. We're close to him. We rest in him. We can lay our head upon his chest. I've told this story. And as I sit and record this, this happens to be the best acoustic space on my property to record (laughs) any audio recording. I'm sitting in my Jeep and I'm looking out at the very place where I used to stand. And when the sheep were well up the hill, well up the hill, and sometimes into the into the woods, and I didn't feel like getting a dog out to go get them, I would stand, and I, I've told this story many times before. I would stand at this exact spot that I'm looking at, just off the corner of the house, and I would make a loud ba ba. Much better than that, much more convincing. <laughs> and I would hear from a distance ah, a response. And then I would hear the the sound of their their feet, their hooves hitting the ground as they would run back down the hill, out of the brush, through the field, and back to my feet, because they knew my voice. Now, someone that just walked up and imitated me would not get their same response. But they know my voice, and they know what my voice meant. My voice meant safety. My voice meant shelter. My voice meant food. My voice meant care. And this is what Messiah is conveying to us, and that's what each of us should convey to each other. That as we grow in our chavura, our friendship with each other, that we have such a relationship in community where we find safety in hearing the voice of those that we worship with, that we fellowship with, we live with, we get counsel from. We should be able to hear the voice of our shepherd, hear the voice of those who are close to us, hear the voice of our elders, hear the voice of our companions, and receive such comfort just by voice. And by presence, he's our good shepherd. He's the Lord of shepherds. He's the good shepherd of the flock. He's the good shepherd of the the sheep, right down to knowing you, calling you by name. 
knowing exactly what you need, walking and leading you just as he did with David, as he did with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, as he did with Peter and our apostles. Friends, this is the place that we need to get to in this day and age where we recognize the voice of our shepherd and we recognize the voice of our, or the voices of our chavurah, of our fellowship, so that as we walk through these days, we'll not be frightened, we'll not be scattered, but we'll hold tight to the promises of God, we'll hold tight to all that he has given, all that he has provided, we'll hold tight that he is faithful to his word to fulfill every word that he has spoken, and that as we walk through these days, even though we are under a great burden and a great weight. We know that he has come alongside of us and he is holding us and he is leading us. Not only has he opened the door for us, but he is the door. Not only is he directing us along the way, but he is the way. Not only is he refreshing our life, he is the life that we live now. We're not searching out for the truth because he is the truth. We're not looking for the way because we're resting in he who is the way. And wherever we are, there he has led us to not for our own purpose or our own desire, but for His glory. It may be bewildering to us. We may It may not make any sense to us at the time, but we have to remember that He is the Sovereign Lord. He is the Lord of the shepherds. He is our good shepherd. He is our friend. And He has brought us all together as His flock, and we recognize the sound of each other's voices as we celebrate Him and as we run to Him, all of us together. In this chorus of Bah coming off the hill, right to the feet of our shepherd. Friends, I hope and pray that some words in this were a blessing to you. And I know this service was a little bit different. It's still a service. It's still a time of worship. It's still a time of celebration. It's still a time of fellowship remotely. It's it's still us joining together because the Spirit knows no distance and no division when he's brought us together. So I hope and pray that today you find a little bit of encouragement, no matter where you are, how you're listening, what you're doing, how you're staying warm. I hope and pray that you've been blessed. Amen. Amen. Now, if you need a blessing from your papa, you can lift up your hands, your ungloved, unmittened hands in your house. And from my heart, I can only bless you if I love you, and because I love you, I can bless you. Shalom. Shalom. Can you hear that song? Hallelujah. Father, may it be your will to bless and to keep all of these your people, to protect them, to hedge them in, wherever they may be in this world, and however you may be calling us. May you make your face to shine upon us graciously, and may favor go before us into every place that you call us. And may in the embrace of your arms we realize and know for sure and certain that we have everything that we need, because you are with us. Messiah will never leave us, and the Holy Spirit is always pointing us to him. Hallelujah. Yeshua. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Amen, beloved friends. Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat Shalom. 
Have a blessed week. We will see you. We will see you very, very soon. Amen.